to the Flag Metal Podcast. You're joined by Rulka and Stuart Sterling mm. in the studio. It's episode 22, mate. Recap of the round. Geelong versus Fremantle. It's been a, a huge week for Fremantle. The train is rolling, mate. Flag Mantle is back on. I'm back on board, baby. Um, like I never left. Never in doubt, honestly, yeah, yeah. Real Car. Yeah, yeah. Um, we yeah, both man. predicted this would happen. It happened. Uh, Frail Beach along, never in doubt, 100% on it all the time totally knew our season was fine when we were two and five um but yeah Wait, look so you're saying you you believe flag manor was you know happening the whole time yeah you can actually watch back our old podcast or listen back and um no mate you sound like actually, the whole world was burning. no no i no, 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 no. i never said anything negative in my life i especially about the free dockers I, I was never negative nancy about them the hate, the hate speech out of these bodies for just next level. No, I was no, trying to no, stop no, this thing no. from burning down, mate. No, no. I totally wasn't contacted by like local authorities <laughs> to make sure I was okay. Like that You're now was banned in twelve countries, mate. The yeah. Amount of, the amount of oh. language you used. I actually can't go into Coburn anymore. <laughs> They're a training facility. I'm you not got like allowed. A, let's check around your, I go bad. Your, your ankle, you got an ankle bracelet. You can't go anywhere. Yeah, here. exactly. <laughs> um no, I I've always been on board for Flag Mantle and play the speed of recap song real car. <laughs> The Fremantle Dockers beat the Geelong Cats by 29 points, notching up their third straight victory with 100-plus points scored. Uh, for me, this was the Smalls, mate. This was the Smalls really into the game. Um, our small forwards were really productive, pushed right high up the ground. And whenever we're trying to transition the ball, it was always into open space. It was always Frederick Schultz, Switter. Um, outside of that, it was the midfield. The midfield dominated in a way. Geelong haven't been dominated this year. They got smashed around the ball, so wrong. Brayshaw uh, completely took over this game, Omir as well, and Sean Darcy was good too. Um, it was an all-around effort by the team. Look, I, I think we deserve the win. Mate, I'm backing you up with those stats. Mm. Our whole midfield just lifted. Mm. Um, Kane Corns, uh, he did analyse the, the end of the game, and he actually did um, see that the Fremantle midfield actually stood up. Um, Andrew Brayshaw had uh, 33 disposals, three votes. Uh, you could argue Caleb Sarong, two votes. He was outstanding as well. Um, and Jake Romero was amazing as well, Argu- arguably his best game for the club. Um, his clearance work and his ball work was just next level. Um, he's really connected with the group, hasn't he, mate? Um, he's, mm. He looks much more settled and he knows what his role is now. And I think he's found his groove. And uh, I think the haters of Jake Romero at the start of the season, I was a bit iffy because, you know, everyone was expecting great things. But at the end of the day, he did have to adjust to a new uh, playing group, and I think he's starting to find his groove. And I think we're seeing only the uh, the tip of the iceberg with what Jago Mira can do for the rest of the year. So I think Jago Mira could easily take a couple of votes um, if he if he continues his form. Jago Mira's had a good solid three weeks since you know Fremantle's jumped back on the uh, on the motives and whatnot. Uh, speaking of a few highlights of a few players, Bailey Banfield had an outstanding game, one of his mm. best games for the for the club. Um, he seemed like he was everywhere, even though he didn't blow up the stat sheet. Um, he his running carry and where he was in the right time was just next level. Yeah, his um, his leading patterns were great, and he played on Tom Stewart on the weekend and really held him. I think he held him to seventeen touches, and Banfield had twenty. So um, Bailey Banfield definitely and he had beat 
Tom Stewart in this matchup, and he did that yeah. by presenting at the ball, sucking him into contests, and working him over at the back, and plus doing the Banfield it, yeah. banana, mate. Yeah, the exactly. Banana. Well, yeah, yeah, right. Um, it was a perler. Uh, shout out to the commentator who did make that yeah, broom it's reference. A absolutely. Um, uh, how great's the commentating? I we need to yeah. get his name because he's always on free games and mm. he's pretty good at it. Um, also a few others, Lockie Schultz. Um. I swear whenever he's in good form, Freeman always win. Lockie Schultz mm-hmm. is the barometer for our club. Sean Darcy has to be discussed as All-Australian Ruckman right now. He's up there with Tim English. Mm-hmm. Tim English and Sean Darcy, I think um, in terms of effectiveness, Sean Darcy is dominating um, that scheme. And I think Sean Darcy's uh, right now, as of right now, a lock for the All-Australian on-field on Ruckman. Uh, and I, I'll stand by that. No, no. No, 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 no. Tim, Tim, Eng- Tim no. English is... How are you? A, no, no. Because I, I look at the facts, mate. I, <laughs> I look at the facts. facts and I watch the games and I see the numbers. Tim English is the number one ranked player or number one ranked Ruckman this year and it's not even close. It's it's unbelievable the gap between English and the next guy and that includes Gorn and Grundy who are obviously sharing a bit of a load but... I think Sean Darcy. It could is. He goes second. The... It's second. Yeah, but I I don't think he's good enough to make the team, um, because traditionally they have picked two ruckmen or they've liked to have a second ruck as a forward or something like that. Um, I don't think Darcy's up to scratch. I think a midfielder or d- another forward would beat him out. Yeah. Okay, so he, Tim English, mm. you are right. He's the highest rated ruckman apparently, mm. according to Champion Data. Yeah. Um. He he influences matches. You know, more mm. better than look any at other. his read his numbers out though. But read them out. His 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 stats are like next level. I think it's um I think it's thirty. He's, he's playing more effectiveness. I think he's playing thirty five percent more game time in the position. Mm. Plus, he has more effectiveness. That's the big one. Okay. Um. So he's he's playing more game time. Luckily, because mm. he's quite the fit bloke. But mm-hmm. we could all talk about Tim English. But at the end of the day, Sean Darcy still. He's a top three ruckman. He's been good. He's a he's a lot yeah. top three ruckman, and he should be still in the discussions for all Australian bench ruckman if you if you want to put him in because he's, he's, he's got everywhere. to he's he's got to go to the next level I think for, for that keep it former um, and whatnot. But yeah, he he's sort of tracking that way a little bit. Um, Luke Ryan, Luke Ryan, yes. had a great game as well. Made um, a post about him just not too long ago. Hundred yeah, percent, mate. Luke Ryan is uh, he's doing God's work at the moment. Uh, all Australian um, back pocket, in my opinion, his mm. stats are elite. You've seen them; um, they're elite in a, a lot of areas, and they're, he's above average in intercept possessions. The only reason why I could argue that that it's not elite is only because he's you know clamping down on these you know premium A, a grade um, opposition uh, forwards. So mm. he did keep Cameron to uh, zero goals. So mm-hmm. pretty much stopped he did have Cameron four shots on goal. But I, I thought they were in really non-dangerous positions, and I think Luke Ryan worked him over well to put him in spots that, you know, would result in lower percentage shots on goal. So, yeah, I, I think Luke Ryan was fantastic. Um, you could argue against Geelong. And you, you could argue a good season. Uh, absolutely, you could argue that the whole team didn't have a. No one had a stinker at all. No one had a stinker. Um, yeah, no one had a horrendous game. Uh, you could yeah. uh, also argue Alex Pierce is in some great form as well at mm. the moment. Also kept Tom Hawkins. Um, only down to one or two, I'm pretty sure. But Tom Hawkins provo- kicked three goals too. Really? Um, he had a big game, the the Tomahawk, but a few of those Alex Pierce couldn't really impact. And I thought Pierce had the advantage on Hawkins for the majority of game. Um, and Hawkins wasn't too dangerous because normally Hawkins... Um, I thought he led up really well though, Alex Pierce, and still yeah, kept the line. He, did. he, he kept did. the line in, um, in shape. I mm. should have known this. I think because Tom Hawkins was coming back, I think it was the third quarter... 
Though they came back mm. within like four points. They could have. Well, Hawkins kicked one out of the ruck, which Alex Pierce can't do anything about. Um, Hawkins say. kicked one from a bit of a soft free kick, I think it was, which as a defender, you give those away. And then I think he beat him once to kick one as well. So, look, Alex Pierce can't do a whole lot wrong at the moment, which is good. Um, obviously, his kicking is still to be desired, but we haven't seen him turn the ball over in a few weeks, which is nice. Um, so, yeah, I think our back line is shaping up nicely uh, with Pierce Ryan. And I think Coxie played a bit of a... bit of a, It was like a roaming. Yeah, he, he, did he really didn't have well. a great game. He played on... Um, Jack Henry. Yeah, Henry. Yeah, and he kicked two. Um I don't think it was a great game by Cox, but the rest of the back line stood up. Everyone's going to have a bummer. Yeah. Absolutely. Anchor wanker. Those comments didn't really display a a gratitude for the hard work that others had put into him. Fucking big. Fucking big. First coming off. Fucking shitty. Yeah. Get him off. He's coming off. Get him back off. Get him off. Get him off. Are you thinking what I'm thinking? Giant. Oh, no. That's Rukar's rant. Oh, okay. We'll we'll get to that later. I have... An anchor wanker, and this has nothing to do with the Fremantle Football Club, but it's another football club or a football entity. <laughs> the AFL, um, they employ interchange stewardess, stewardesses for every game, um, and it's their part-time job, and they have to count to 75. You're and they... advertising this job to the public. Yeah, because so, someone's lost their... Oh, God, okay. Uh, okay, would you oh, like wait, to wait, be... Wait, 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 wait. Okay. <laughs> That was fine. Oh. <laughs> Would you like to, I don't know, match fix? Would you love to yeah. make sure North Melbourne don't win any more games? 100%. Can you not count to 75? Can- no. Oh, good. <laughs> That's perfect because we need you. Uh, uh, we'll give you 50 bucks and a sausage sizzle if you come down I'm to Marvel Stadium. I'm just sausage sizzle. I don't need the 50 bucks. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll give you two sausages then. Um, beautiful. Yeah. Come down to Marvel uh, once a week and completely stuff up the North Melbourne Football Club. It was a bit sad the way that game ended, wasn't it? Because North Melbourne really deserved to win that and Clark had stepped away from the club and they'd put on quite a good show against the Swans. Um, and, and then obviously the the interchange hunt, messed hunt. up. It, well, there was also a bit of confusion around the side as well. With um, uh, I think it was Dane Rampy. Uh, I think it was Rampy from the Swans. He was uh, he's injured, so but he's down on the on the mm. bench trying to help the players and whatnot. Mm-hmm. He was one of the first ones to alert the uh, the umpires down on the field upstairs. They knew straight away. Mm. Um, and they were like, you know, you know, making sure this you know gets penalised and whatnot. But mm. Sydney had heard it. Um, from the umpires to um, North Melbourne, you've breached. And they were going to tell, but Dan uh, Rampy, because he knew how much time there was on, on the clock, he ran out there and he, you know, started yelling at the umpires, you know, breach, breach. They, you know, 50 meters, 50 mm. meters. And then um, the umpires were like, oh, crap. And they were given directions. Mm. And the fellow was like, you know, given, um, he hold a play. It was like, okay, yep, yep, yep. Mm. Okay, breach of the rotation rule. Your ball, Sydney, 50 metres as well. So top of the goal square and as a goal. Yeah. So to, uh, really cruel. Clean, I think. Yeah. Really cruel. North Mount, very cruel. But at the end of the day, rules, rules, and we've got to leave it. But They've had a really rough year, North. I don't think they needed that. Alistair um, Clarkson's out. And speaking of coaches, um, yes. Dimmer is out as well. Damien so, Hardwick. Yeah. He's, Quit he's the qu- Richmond Football Club this off morning. To a, Ibiza, apparently. Ibiza. Well, Dustin That's Martin suggested it, and he said maybe <laughs> not. But... Um, <laughs> 
you know, Damien Hardwick, uh, he does love his uh, his medical plants. 100%. And, so, yeah. <laughs> and he has uh, talked about them a lot before, so maybe he'll get on those soon. Uh, maybe that's what he'll do in retirement. Who knows? 100%. Time for purple pants, though. Yes. Purple pants. Hooray! That's right, where we talk about the purple pants player of the week, mm. brought to you by Pipe Makers. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, well, this is a purple beanie. Yeah. But uh, we'll get some purple pants at some point. Purple uh, pants, purple pants, pipe makers. Yeah. Pipe, pipe makers, purple pants. Yeah. Of the week. They make pipes, by the way, in go. case you didn't know. Pipemakers.com.au. Um, go check them if, out. If you need pipes for whatever reason. Um, 100%. They've got you covered. So, purple pants player of the week. Uh, we both do our picks. I've gone with Ethan Hughes this week. Um, he finally got coaches' votes for, I think, the first time in his career. Someone needs to check on that. Yes, I think um, so, indeed. Let's and have a look. The thing is, you posted a really, uh, a really not nice meme about Ethan Hughes right after I'm the game. I'm really sorry. Right after okay. the game, and everyone was so heated in the comments. So I, I just want to shout out to Ethan Hughes. You played your role beautifully, um, and you had a cracking game on the weekend. You're my Purple Pants Player of the Week. Um, good job, Ethan Hughes. Well done. You can't do that, mate. <laughs> I'm giving. You, I'm being nice. Being nice. No. Yes. <laughs> okay. Who's purple, your purple pants player? Purple of the week? pants player of the week goes to none other than Jai Miss. Um, mate, don't worry. Screw the Eastern media. They don't understand how of much of a, a rig you are. How many mm. games you've just put back to back? I don't understand the common sense. Yes, Josh Weedle had a great game on stats and Weddle? paper. Weddle, whatever his name is. Yeah. Yeah. The it, Pokemon. The, the Pokemon man. Yeah. But he, anyone, my grandma could have easily had 43 touches, three goals against West Coast. They were like traffic cones. They didn't yeah. They didn't move or anything. They, didn't, they gave zero effort if you watch that. Man, I would have looked like Gary Ablett Jr. In 100%. So uh, any of the, I think there was like six or seven Hawks players who had career best like days um, in terms of disposals. Lloyd Meek had like over 25 touches or something. Or that's 20, huge. 20, 20 touches as a Ruckman. Mm. So he had a day out against... Uh, Mm. Williams, so uh, shout out to Lloyd Mick. I love you, baby. Mm. Um, so um, <laughs> come back, yes, yeah, please. Uh, Jai Miss, though, he's gonna be incredible. Um, no one's, no one's really talking mm. too much about him over east. And when he kicks six against Melbourne, I'm sure they will recognize him for the rising star did, nomination. Hopefully, did you know that uh, Roy Lobb, um, he is rated as a below average key forward by Champion Data. The same rating as 19-year-old uh, Jai Amos, who has about 10 games to his name, and significantly lower than 21-year-old Luke Jackson, who is rated above average as a key forward. Uh, so, Rory Love. That is outstanding thank stuff, Thomas. You, you thank you just... for going. Uh, cheers, Bo- Bulldogs. Uh, very, very nice. I loved it. Can we do Real Cars Rant? Because I've got 100%. a rant, and it's kind of about the same thing. Okay, this way, let's go. This week, a hot new bombshell enters the villa. It's Real Car with a rant. Oh, my God, it's Ah! That's right, Real Car's rant. Ah, mate, as I said before, Jai Miss. Vic Media. It's Vic Vic Media. Vic Media. What what is this Rising Star Award? What is it? Is it the Vic Rising Star Award? 100%. Josh Weddle, Matej Philippou. Who else is getting it? I hate the comments, mate. Like, honestly, the the amount of... uh, it's hypocriticism, uh, hypocriticism mm. in the comment section with the players saying, uh, and all the fans. They're like, eh, oh, 
He had um, Jamis had nine disposals, mm. and I'm like, Matthias Filippo. Matthias Filippo had twelve disposals, and, and uh, that's as a like midfielder. Four tackles or something. Yeah, four tackles and a goal, and a mark, not even a, a goal. A he potential had like... mark of the year in that game too. But that wasn't it. Yeah, that was not okay. it. Jamis kicked three or four, and was against much more. Here is my opponent. my problems with it. Right, so. In the past, Mateus Filippou, Bailey Humphrey, all the other, all these other guys have won the award based on uh, form, right? So they've gone, okay, you've had two or three weeks that have been really good, and maybe this week you haven't been so good, but we're just going to give you the thing anyway. Jai Amos has put together a cracking month, and Josh Weddle just pops up, has one good game, and gets it. Where's the same logic? Jai Amos had better games than guys that have got it in the past and got, you know, received the nomination uh, for a uh, a group of work, like this chunk of work. 100%. But then when Amos puts in a chunk of work, it's given to someone who's just had a one-off good game. And I, you know, I, I don't think it's fair. So I'm going to be doing something new, Real Car. I'm oh. going to be creating the outside of Victoria Rising Star Award. Yes. Yes. Good and stuff, mate. 100%. Jai Amos it's is... The initiative. It's the initiative Jai we've Amos needed, mate. is leading it by the length of the five football fields, yeah, mate, five so. football fields, five Optus stadiums, uh, long Jamis, mate. Uh, as long job. as we can sleep better, actually, at night, Ruben Jimby would be doing well too. Yeah, he would, hundred percent. But yeah. Amos deserves a. I love Ruben. Ruben yeah. Jimby, come to Fremantle. You're a Fremantle fan at heart. But um, at the end of the day, it's time for questions because it's nearly the end of the potty. Mate, you sent the bloody questions in, so we're gonna bloody answer them. That's how it works here. You're listening to Q&A here on Flag Mantle Podcast. Yeah, mate. All right, all right, all right. First question. Thanks for the questions. HS Wins Pair 2011. Do you think we can beat the Ds? We will talk about that on tomorrow's podcast. 100%. Uh, Rig Big Boats. Do you think we're playing Hughes? Or why do you think we're playing Hughes over Brody? I hate this argument. This is the most illogical, irrational argument ever. I feel ever. bad for Brody, man. They... they have two completely different roles in two completely different positions. You can't replace Brody for Hughes, or else you're having to play Sarong or Brayshaw in or a, in a Sean Darcy role in up. in in a halfback role or, or something yeah. something stupid like that. They're they're not the same role, and that's why Brody got dropped to keep Amira in the squad. Um, the Tahani J, how hard will it be to break into the twenty-two for other players? I think pretty hard. It is, it is really is hard at the moment. The, the, there's only two people in the injury list, and credit to Phil Merriman from, mm. from the Melbourne Football Club who came over to Fremantle. He has revolutionised our injury list in two years. I don't want him to ever leave mm. Fremantle, and I think he's done an excellent job. So hats off to Phil Merriman. Mm. Um, but, yeah, it's, 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 it's a testament to um, of, what he, of what his work um, is. So he's got two on the injury list, mm. and – the competition for spots are very hard to find. And I think Fremantle um, are blessed in this position. And I think they need to, the players will have to use it to their advantage as well. This is the perfect opportunity to get games into these players and build up your depth at, you know, Waffle mm. and then create the powerhouse that we want to be in the next, you know, five years, which Fremantle have mm. um, said they want to be a powerhouse in the AFL. And if they want to live up and stand up to that um, goal, just like Richmond did, they want to win three premierships by 2020. They did achieve that. Nothing is out of the equation. Uh, the equation sorry. Um, as uh, long as they stay as fit. As long as they stay fit. Mm. So um, I'm really happy with these, and it's really hard to get into the team. But all credit mm. 
to uh, Phil Merriman. Done a it's, great job. It's a good thing. Jason Curedale, how good is the new bowl movement? It will look silky smooth. It's great. Buttery smooth. And it's been there the whole time. Uh, All it is is that mm. it's just been... No, no, it's been there, like the plan, mm. the game plan, but yeah. the movement, 10 times better, less stress, and the defense is 10 times better. I love what Will Schofield from Backchat said. Um how it's not the midfield, it's not the forwards, it's the defense. The defense are moving the ball with much more um, uh, dare and also with A bit the, more purpose. And also they're changing yeah. their game plan to each team. They matched Geelong's mm. um, spreading out because Geelong like to spread out across the sides mm. and they start, they stopped that. the ground really yeah. fat. And yeah. Fremantle, the reason why we made it into finals last year is because our defense was ATR. We always, you know, had... JL's a game plan uh, tactician. I think he's done a great job the last few few weeks, and I think he's found his groove. And I hope the defenders have found their groove. And I think if we can keep this go- uh, this ball movement up, we can take it up to any team in the competition. It was very Richmond esque, as Kane Corn said, and I mm-hmm. I'll back that. The the handover, the, the ball over the top, on, the yeah. slap on Bailey Banfield. It was pressure, pressure, pressure. Mm. And if the Fremantle players can keep that up, we should be winning easily. You know, five, six, seven, eight. More ten games, you know, this season. Hopefully, yeah, all right. hopefully. But that's my optimism right there. Time for a uh, pessimistic Stewie. To no, take I'm uh, joking, next, buddy. Next I'm question: joking, Dion joking. Fernandez, top eight final predictions, and also if Real make finals, how far will they go? Well, we'll do the predictions another time. But if Real make finals, it it depends what we look like from this point on. If we just go undefeated from now, obviously we're going to be a favorite. But if we sort of scrape in there and you know, our form isn't great, but we're in eighth on percentage or seventh because, you know, the team below us had a draw and they had a much better percentage or something like that happens. I don't think we've got much a chance. It'd just be nice to get some more September experience. But 100%. Um, top eight is what I want right now. Just top eight yeah. and get the final mm. and hopefully a home one as well. Mitchell Fry, when is Schultz getting another contract? Well, he's currently on the rookie list. So, so yeah. And um, it's, it's selfless because he had the opportunity to go into primal list at Hawks last year. Yeah, uh, he, but he turned he'd it away. still be getting the same amount of money. And I think this is what people don't understand about the rookie list. Is it's not a bad thing. Is the rookie list, you can only get paid $75,000 within the rookie list, right? But you can also be paid from outside the rookie list, and that's outside your salary cap. So if you wanted to pay Lockie Schultz another two hundred grand outside the extra seventy five grand, you could do that. Um, it, it still counts towards your budgeting and stuff like that, but... Um, it doesn't count towards that. Um, Mitchell Fry, another one. The lid is off. Yep. Mate, the lid is off. Yep. The bloody uh, lid well is off. off. Laughing Man, 92. How did O'Driscoll do on the weekend? Still seems a bit off. I tend to agree. Um, I don't think he was up to scratch on the weekend. The numbers He's say he was fine. He's feeling a bit shaky, if you know what I mean. Yeah, he <laughs> looked a little bit nervous or a little bit out of touch. Um, still connected. Still got the stats on the end of the day. But he's not the same O'Driscoll we know. But... That's what he, happens with young wingers. He He'll just, find a spot. He just needs to build, um, and we can give him time to do Confidence that. Confidence and time in the team. That's yes. all it will take. Daniel Catronis. Not a question, but Dockers can beat Nar. Yes. Yes, they can. 100%. I they, agree. They can. They they can easily match the mm. um uh, their, their game plan, and it's mm. it's going to be amazing. Um, They mm. beat them last year, so they br- bring the confidence from that. Mm. Um, Eamon Murray. What more does Carl Warner have to do? Well, he's only a teenager, so give him some time. We're not going to, um, like, sack him after this year. I hope not. If no. we do, he's he's too valuable to let go. And I think Fremantle have got secret plans for him. 
Um, he's he's waiting. He's going to get that debut this year. Just when is the real Potentially. question. What he really I needs think he will. is a bunch of injuries, which would be bad for the team. Because if but Warner's we're not wishing that, are we? If if Warner's playing, the team's not doing well. So, um, yeah. Look, at, at some point he will get a shot, just not whilst we're traveling really strongly. Hundred percent, mate. Um, is that the end? That's of the end of it. The podcast. If yes. you missed out your questions, don't worry. You can send them in. At uh, we are flagman on Instagram mm. or Twitter, Twitter, um, or anything else, whatever, mm. whatever we are on. We're not on Facebook though. We're not oldies. No. Um, but yeah, so send it in on Instagram, and also if you missed out any question this podcast, you can go to the next one that will come out later this week, and you'll find all the preview. We're recording that now, aren't we? Hundred percent. Yeah. Let's so do it. So don't worry. Let's Absolutely. Do it. Let's go. You'll See you later. Be